This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And for today's Monday Mini, we are talking about something that I have heard about a lot lately, seen a lot about lately, which is people-pleasing or the people-pleaser, which I do think, again, over the holidays is something a lot of women uh, feel pressured to do. Uh, And we'll get more into what it is in a minute. But I did notice when I went home for Thanksgiving this year My mom is such, she's somebody who's so concerned about taking care of everybody else, making sure everybody has anything that we had to constantly, like her kids had to constantly be like, no, we're fine. Like, we're fine. (laughs) It's okay. You can relax. It's fine. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. And it was interesting because it's the first time I've seen my brothers do it, Hmm. which I, I was, I was happy to see, but I was like, oh, Okay, it's a shift change. And she she did listen, but I was, I don't know. I had never witnessed like the three of us coming together to be like, stop. It's okay. <laughs> growth. I love to see it. Growth. There was a lot of growth that happened over the holidays, actually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for me. <laughs> for me and my family. Uh, people do write in to me about people pleasing a lot. I would say that's one of the things when people write in. To me specifically, they'll say your people pleasing is showing or something about that. My friends bring it up kind of often about me. And it has been showing up as something of a trauma response in my feeds more often. And there's been a lot of research about that recently. So that makes sense. And we'll talk about that as well. I do, as I said, think this is important for the holidays. I do think this is something that skews towards women and marginalized folks due to social conditioning, trauma rates, and general increased safety concerns. We have so many episodes that expand on that. Um, And there are some numbers 
about this. Not too many, though, because it's kind of a new... It's not a new thing, but sort of a new area of research. Mm -hmm. But yeah, researchers do think it's because of how we socialize women to be caretakers and because of the higher rates of trauma that they are more likely to be a people pleaser. There's also a high documented rate uh, for first-generation immigrants and people pleasing. So I'll talk about that. Uh, But yes, the definition of people-pleasing, which is not a formal diagnosis, by the way. It's an informal label for something a lot of experts have observed. Um, it is also different from kindness, which is important. Um, it's it's more about always putting yourself last, trying to make everything about others. But okay, yeah, let's get into some definitions. From Medical News Today, the term people-pleaser refers to a person who has a strong urge to please others, even at their own expense. They may feel that their own wants and needs do not matter or alter their personality around others. Yeah, and WebMD says, a people-pleaser is typically someone everyone considers helpful and kind. Uh, When you need help with a project or someone to help you study for an exam, they're more than willing to step up. If you recognize yourself in the above description, you may be a people pleaser. But at some point, constantly making yourself available to others can take an emotional toll. You may find that you neglect your own needs because you fear disappointing others when they ask for your help. Yes. As a person in social work who works with people in social work, constant. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's true. There's also the like work side of this. We're mostly talking about kind of just, you know, social aspects just and stuff. Just in general, yes. Yeah, but, but absolutely. But also like for social workers, it goes one and the same. Right, 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 right. Um, and, and signs from these sources of people-pleasing include agreeing with whoever is in front of you, apologizing for things that aren't your fault, <laughs> see our recent happy hour, um, not being able to say no, changing your personality depending on who is around you, placing your worth on others, finding it hard to say no to request, regularly taking on extra work, even if the person in question does not have the time, often overcommitting in plans, to plans, responsibilities, or projects, avoiding abdicating for your own needs, uh, such as by saying, you know, you're fine when you're not, avoiding disagreeing with people or voicing honest opinions, going along with things that you're not happy about to avoid creating friction, willingness to put yourself in harm's way for someone who wouldn't do the same for you, feeling responsible for the reactions of others, feeling guilty for being angry, dissociating in social situations, constant feelings of guilt, feeling that love has to be earned, and if it is easily given, it's not to be trusted, feeling alternatively too much and not enough. So, uh, medical news today goes further that people-pleasers may feel, quote, pressure to be friendly, nice, or cheerful at all times, anxious about creating unease or standing up for themselves, stressed due to the commitments that they have taken on, frustrated that they never seem to have time for themselves, that their own wants or needs do not matter in comparison to others, and that people take advantage of them. Yeah, and this is one of those things where I was reading it and I was like, oh, yeah, okay. And one thing I will say a lot of feminist opinions about this came up was like, well, no, I, I will, like, if there's an opinion I don't agree with, I'll say something, which I will. But it's almost always, it's not you you're standing up for, I guess. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, so just a clarification on that, because a lot of people were like, but I, I do stand up for stuff. Yeah, my friends often say I never complain, which we've talked about so many times. It's it's viewed as a positive thing, like being selfless especially for women, is viewed as a positive thing. And that's one of the reasons I want to very much make it clear. This is different from being kind, because I love kindness. I'm all about that. But this is like you're always 
putting someone else first. It's not that you're being kind. <laughs> it might right. be kind, but you're not being kind, if that it makes sense. It might help the other person, but it doesn't help you. Right, exactly. But also that's the bigger conversation on the other side. For those who do complain, they are too, they're ungrateful. Right. Yep. So there's no middle ground to this. To that, yep. like you're, if you do one, you're mm-hmm. ungrateful. If you do the other, you're too passive. Or this is seen as a good thing and they're highlighting your uh, <laughs> your need to sacrifice yourself, which mm-hmm. is, yeah, it is, too, it is too put on a pedestal in this level of uh, society where, yeah, running yourself ragged means that you're a kind person instead of saying right. that uh, the others who are allowing you to do this are mm-hmm. <laughs> probably cruel yeah. to a certain extent. yeah. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. Like, there's definitely people who will just take advantage of you. But then there's also situations where, and we talked about this for me a lot, it's happening right now. I get, I just feel like I have to say yes to hanging out. I have to. Yeah. And they wouldn't care. Honestly, they probably wouldn't care. <laughs> I could just be like, you know what? I'm busy. I'm tired. X, Y, Z. And they'd be like, okay, next time. But instead, I'm like, I'm going to move. I'm going to move mountains to make this happen. <laughs> like, I'm a rally. I'm going to find a place in my calendar and I'm going to make it work. And, you know, that's, they probably don't even want it like a tired version of me to show up anyway. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of levels to it for sure. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply.
Most of these mannerisms of people-pleasing do manifest in childhood. And there are a lot of reasons why it can be bad. You might lose sight of who you are, your wants, your needs. No time for self-care, resentment, inability to enjoy things for yourself, stress, exhaustion, and relationship issues, more trauma. I've seen it play out with a lot of my friends. I've seen it play out with myself. It's like burnout. It's like a form of burnout. And my mom and I were talking about it, and we have the same experience when people ask us like, hey, can you do this for me? Will you do this for me? It's yes. Like you panic. You say yes. And she said, she talked to her therapist about it. And her therapist was like, it's it's kind of like you're having your fight or flight or fright reaction. And yours is yes. And so I totally get that. We're going to talk about that a little bit more. Um, I like the phrase where I just ignore things. <laughs> That's actually, we're going to talk about that in a second. But it actually can be <laughs> helpful if you're a people pleaser. Um, <laughs> not that I want you to have an emotional <laughs> reaction, but yes. Um, so... Why does people-pleasing happen? There are a couple of main reasons. Low self-esteem, anxiety, or wanting to fit in, conflict avoidance, possibly due to trauma, culture and socialization, inequity, like benevolent sexism, um, personality disorders. And trauma. And yeah, studies have found that people with a history of trauma have a higher likelihood of being people-pleasers, of course, because they want to be accepted. Um, And this is new and emerging from research that suggests not only is there fight, flight, or freeze, but also something called fawning or extreme people-pleasing in order to get the people they fear to admire them, basically mirroring imagined expectations and desires of others in order to feel uh, secure. Sure. Yeah, and it was first coined in the 2013 Pete Walker book, Complex PTSD, From Surviving to Thriving. It involves like bleeding emotions out of nowhere to people you don't know very well, which is kind of how I met you, Samantha. <laughs> it's kind of how we became close. Which is why people we've just met uh, can suddenly become as intimate as a best friend in a single conversation was a quote from the article. I was like, ah, yeah. <laughs> yes. It takes two, though, because like, I am also nosy, and yeah. that trauma response <laughs> for me yeah. is to pull things out. Slash mm-hmm. trauma responses, my social work response as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. And here we are. <laughs> and here we are. And here we are. Uh, People-pleasing is a part of misogyny and rape culture. Uh, Because we see that in our kind of heteronormative scripts and how women are treated in that. Uh, It also can contribute to unhealthy body image. There have been some links of people pleasing to disorder eating. Basically, you're trying to please people with your body based on very unhealthy and unrealistic standards. There's also been a link to abuse for those who uh, have this fawn response uh, that has been shown. And a lot of articles went out of their way to clarify it's not, this isn't intended to be manipulative. Um, Like people pleasing is not meant to be manipulative. It is more of a instinctive or reflexive presentation of trauma. Uh, Not always trauma, but like usually some kind of like safety or socialized thing or trauma. Um, It's about giving up all personal power in the name of safety. So it's not... A lot of times people are like, this isn't a thing. You're just manipulating people. That's not what's going on. (laughs) Right, right. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, with all of that, if you're looking to curb this, here are some things. Yes. One of the big ones is mindfulness. Uh, Take note of when and why you're doing 
people-pleasing things, how it makes you feel, why you're feeling that way. Um, make a note of how many times you say yes when you want to say no. Oh, God. And why you felt like you couldn't say no. Uh, recognizing limits and placing boundaries and stalling. That's what I do. Yeah. Give yourself <laughs> give yourself time to make a decision. If you're like me and you're like my mom and you're like, yes, stall. And they have a lot of like, here's a phrase you could use. <laughs> Which, Which sounds is so silly, but I've actually done that. I have like a notepad and I'll like write down like, this is why. <laughs> Which is part of being mindful, like knowing that if something comes up, um, right. you're going to have a I don't feel great about it. I'm going to pretend like I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, that ultimately the answer could still be yes. But giving yes, yourself that yes. time to make decision, like... Right. Just do it. Um, because a lot of the times when I think I don't want to do it then, I might want to mm-hmm. do it later. Or when I think I want to do it then, I might not want to do it later. So right? I feel like you need to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um, block out time when no new requests can come in. I feel like that's going to be more your strategy uh, <laughs> where you're actually like, okay, these times, which you've done, you're like, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. So I've gotten better about that. And I will say one of the rules I have now I don't always follow it, but I try not to agree to any plans after like 7 p.m. or, or whatever. Like my mind, because I've told you, I plan when I'm anxious. That's a thing right. that I do. So I can like right. look forward to this thing, this thing, this thing. And then the next day I might be like, why did I do that? And yeah. I'm not going to cancel. As you said, I'm not the person who's going to cancel. So I try to like block out for me, like if you are stressing out about your calendar or whatever, you can, I, sometimes I'll even write the text, but I will not send it until the next morning. <laughs> nice. <laughs> if nice. I feel it still. I'm sure Locking it's so annoying out. for people who get the like dots that she's writing something. Practice saying no, which also sounds silly, but has been helpful for me. Um, getting rid of toxic friends that ignore boundaries. I do think it's worth examining toxic friends, but not even, maybe you're just, you know, not super close and you don't have to go out of your way to do everything for them. Like, right. you can have a more... Casual relationship. I don't know. I think there's But there's you definitely levels. know those, maybe mm-hmm. not anymore, that would like <laughs> only come around when they need something. Yeah. That nope. would be a toxic friend. Yes. Yes. And it's not worth it because they don't care. They wouldn't do the same for you. Exactly. Yes. And then therapy, if you need it and have access to it, we always recommend. But yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's going to be a lot more about this because as we said, this is a new area of research. People are looking into it. Right. When it comes to trauma and them un- trying to undo yeah. and open up the causes and then the reasons and then trying to get to the root, you're going to mm-hmm. see a lot of these, uh, not necessarily symptoms, mm-hmm. but result of. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And like I said, I was reading it. And I was like, oh, no. We get those sometimes on the show. <laughs> where you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> those are usually mine. <laughs> they are. They are. But I had some friends that were like, I think you should look into this. Okay. I like uh, it. Well, listeners, if you have any thoughts about this, any resources for us, we would love to get them. You can email us at stephaniemomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at Mom Stuff Podcast or on Instagram at Stuff I Never Told You. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. What kind of fun is waiting for you at King's Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at King's Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. King's Island is now open on weekends. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.